yo, yo, and hello, and welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. New episodes go for free feed subscribers every Wednesday in audio format on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as in video format on YouTube, so you can see us in stunning HD, where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell. We are streaming live every Monday at 7.50 p.m. CST on twitch.tv slash Podcast, facebook.com slash group slash Podcast. And um, YouTube, if you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else, be sure to go ahead and join the ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash Podcast to hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is three BFFs bringing you the hottest video games, video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamal Al-Jafra, alongside Brent Bass. Yo! That sound like a shit in pants or something. That wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah, you're just. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, oh, what's going on, man? But yeah, uh, Devin's not here. Um, Devin's like got this job uh, where they just don't understand the the importance of games. No. They're like, no, they really don't. Like what? What you got? Like a podcast or something? I'm pretty sure they have like a podcast going, and they're trying. Not Devin, but like his people no, above that's him what it is yeah yeah and they're worried you know like they're just like know we're taking over the podcast space yeah and know? they're like if we can keep Devin out of there you know we'll keep the trifecta to a to a duecta yeah. dude I, I don't think that's a word but it a, is now a doo-wop you know it's uh <laughs> 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 no but uh Devin's working our boy's working hard so um he wasn't able to make it today but that's all right that's how it goes sometimes it is but yeah also if you don't uh you know watch the podcast live you missed out on a whole long conversation before the even the intro even you know so like you know, we just can't contain it you yeah know? Can't so, keep a lid on it you know just know when you watch live you ca- you get more content you yeah know? it just happens that way um but like yeah we were talking about what books talking about fucking other shit what did we talk about we talked about like my brain is like Definitely books in there somewhere. Yeah, we're uh, talking about books. Call of Duty, Call of Duty, yeah. UFC Five. Oh yeah, we we're got talking about all kinds of stuff. But there is a lot of big news today that you non live listeners uh, are going to get to hear. Yeah, yeah, like I'm talking some big stuff this week. It's a good one. Yeah, it sucks. Devin's not here because this is one of those ones where it's like it's like a it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Game. Oh, ah. Game oh, changer, <laughs> a video game changer. <laughs> no, uh, but anyways, before we get into all that though, what have you been up to? Just chilling, man. Let's see. I I watched the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. How was that? You know, it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. You know, it looks pretty bad. It does look pretty bad. But Matthew Lillard's in it. Is Matthew Lillard is in it. How's he do? He's great. You know, I mean, okay, the movie's corny as hell. Okay, okay, okay. it's super cheesy. It's not the like greatest movie I've ever seen, but it's also a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Like you can tell the people who uh, worked on Megan had something to do with it. Like, oh, really? It's really well made. Like the the actual like effects are really well done. You know what I mean? Like it looks good. You know, the story's better than I thought it was gonna be. You know, the main guy's okay. You know, he's pretty good. Don't. <laughs> It wasn't a bad movie. It just it wasn't great. Just an all around seven out of ten. Yeah, like a solid seven. I, I was expecting a five. Okay. So, oh, okay, me too. So okay, it's worth a watch. It's though. worth a watch. It's it's one of the better video game adaptations I've seen. 
Is it like a feel good or is it like a horror or is it like it's, both? It's or? probably more of a horror movie, but it's it's kind of also got feel good in there. It's like 40% feel good, 60% horror. You know what I mean? Okay, I got you. Because I can't tell if it's trying to be scary or if it's trying to be like just a... It definitely is trying mm. to be scary, but failing a lot of the time. You know what I mean? But that's mm. okay. It's still yeah. a fun movie. You know what I'm saying? Like It's, it's like, you know... How much screen time does Matthew Lillard have? More than you would think. Okay. All like right. he he's you know, well, he's there at the beginning. He's there, you know, he's he's in there. Yeah. He's in there. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. That he was gonna be like I mean, it's mostly the guy who's like at Freddy's by himself, you know what I mean? Like that's basically the movie, you know what I mean? Who's that guy? I don't know. I thought he was the dude from the Hunger Games, but I, I don't think he is. Which, uh, Peta Malark? He looks like Peta, but it's It not, might be Peta. I don't think it is, though. It's gotta be. Nobody looks like him. What's that guy's name? Josh Hutchinson or Yeah, something? I am. The Bridge to Terabithia kid. Hold on. Let's look it up. It's gotta be him. It looks just like him, right? Hold on. Literally nobody looks like him. He's the only person who looks like him. Freddy's movie. Are you looking it up? Cast. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's Josh Hutcherson. It is. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. I was yeah. about to say, there's literally so he looks too much. Like, I don't know why I didn't think. You know, that's a good cast. You got yeah. uh, and the the girl who plays the cop does a really good job. They got this little Dory the Explorer looking kid who does a really good job. Like all in all, oh Matt pretty, Pat's in pretty it. solid cast. You know, the waiter is Matt Pat. The waiter. Yeah. I don't remember a waiter. Yeah, he might have just been like a extra. Who is Matt Pat? He's the guy who does the uh, game theory YouTube channel. Oh, cool! Where they're like, that's a fun. But that's little... just a theory, a game theory. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I like I like his his fun stuff. little cameo there. Yeah, um, but anyways, um, yeah, yeah. So I watched that, and uh, let's see what else I did. I worked a lot. That's pretty much it. I'm going to Colorado. I think we talked about that on the pre-show. Another thing you might have missed on the yeah. pre-show convo. Brent's going to Colorado. The big CO, dude. Yeah. Uh, I hear there's lots of fun shit to do there. I don't just hear it. I've been there. Yeah, no, it's great. There. It's great. So what are y'all going to do? Just like uh, They're doing like a friend's Thanksgiving up there. So oh, we're yeah, going to meet up and eat a bunch of crazy stuff and play Smash Bros. And, nice. You know, hang out go on some hikes in the nature oh dude that sounds so nice it's gonna be great this is something so nice about colorado dude i love it man it's serene up there you know it's unreal it, it, like honestly if I it wasn't so expensive yeah, yeah i would live there it's just like what scares me isn't even the price it's the driving around mm -hmm. you know what i mean because honestly it's way cheaper to live in colorado than it is fucking uh california dude like that oh shit, yeah it was ridiculous over there I, that's the first place i've ever been where like i couldn't I just couldn't live here. Like it just yeah. cost too much. Unless you were like one of the homeless people. Even the homeless people probably have a rough time. I mean, obviously they have a rough time. There, you know. But it's like, you know, like it's hard to afford basic things. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, like, like a bottle of sunscreen was like fifteen bucks. Or yeah, and there's like, like no like it, it ba like public restrooms and like they're just like constantly like just. They had public mm. restrooms on the beach and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but I mean, those they were weren't the like worst kind of public restrooms. <laughs> you didn't want to go in there, but no. like <laughs> <laughs> but the the sidewalks are the public restroom there. But yeah, like I don't know, um, something. Yeah, Colorado's expensive. One, two. Yeah, the snow. Well, I couldn't deal with Scary, snow. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like I like the snow. It's just driving in it. It yeah. really freaks me out. I'd have to like Uber everywhere, or, like take a bike or something. I don't know, like, which makes it more expensive. Yeah, and then, 
fucking um also like for some weird reason i feel like colorado has the most like mass shootings like ever like every every time you hear a mass shooting it's like boulder colorado yeah, or like aurora, colorado. aurora it's like yeah. what is going on it's a beautiful place <laughs> Yeah, like, you think they would be more chill up there. Oh. You know? They got legal weed. They got pretty scenery. You know, they're just shooting everybody. Like, they got- <laughs> <laughs> they're just shooting everybody. But anyways, yeah. So um, that's cool, man. Go in Colorado. Um, <clears throat> I um, this week, what did I do? Oh, I because we talked about it last week. I watched The Road to Perdition again. Hey, such a good movie, it's a good dude. Movie, it's so good. <laughs> it's like it's like one of the weird. It, it's like it's got such a horror film feel to it. Yeah. Like it feels like Max Payne because it's scary. I mean, it's a scary concept, you know. The yeah. mob chasing you down, you know what I mean? Constantly hiding in the shadows, protecting your kid, you know. Yeah, but also the guy that's like hunting them down. He's like the photographer guy oh, yeah. who like he's like I take pictures of the dead. You know, like he's just a weird dude. Like yeah. he's very n- no country for old men vibe on yeah. that guy, you know what I mean? Like- Definitely. Yeah, and he he's just like, you know, he literally he wants that one thing. He just wants pictures of dead people. You know, so like that's why you know they hired him to kill the, the you know, kill Tom Hanks and the kid and uh, you know, he's like writing it down. He's like, uh like, so what do you, what do you want me to do about the kid and like you know because the guy's telling him over the phone and like you you can't hear what the guy on the phone's saying and he's like writing out the name of Tom Hanks's character and he's like doing it all like nice he's got really good handwriting and then he writes the kid's name and he's like so he's like what do you want me to do about him well you know he's got a kid with him and he just like draws a sad face right beside the kid's head. <laughs> it's like with X's you yeah. know for the eyes and it's like okay this guy's a straight up psychopath like yeah. he doesn't care you know like um. And then whenever he catches up to them and, uh, you know, like, or, oh, and the other thing he says is, he's like, okay, fine. He's like, but you're going to have to, he's like, but I get to keep any pictures I take. They're like, all right. He's like, that's what he wants. That's the whole thing, you know? So very interesting uh, characters and world building and stuff like for a play for a thing that's technically real, you know? Yeah. Like, so I thought that was fun. Um, not fun, but fun. Yeah. Um, watch that. I uh, I watched something else and it's just completely slipped my mind. But it was some some movie or something, or maybe it was a show. Oh well. Anyways, let's get to the video games because uh, yeah. I didn't do much else. Um, and what have you been playing on? Control. Oh, you got on that control. Yeah, I beat. Have you control. taken control? Yeah, I have taken control. I I I rolled credits, but the, I haven't done all the extra stuff yet. Like you know, um, going and uh, cleaning up the gunk and shit for Ati and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's Ati. okay as long as you play through the main campaign. You know, like the the, the side stuff is cool, but like uh, the DLC stuff is way cooler than any of the like side quests. You know, I, I, I mean? think they kind of just threw the DLC stuff in already. Did you like, go through the all uh, the AWE, the altered world thing or whatever? Which part i feel like all of it's that did uh did they were there any like direct references to like alan wake mm-hmm. okay then you probably did play the awe expansion already yeah because i was like i forgot that the ultimate edition comes with all the dlc so it's, like they do a nice job of just like seamlessly like merging it into the yeah game, you know what I mean? so i'm just like playing it and i'm like oh dude there's so much like alan wake reference here yeah. like just in the game i'm like what it, 
what are people talking about? Like it's subtle references. Like I, they're just straight up like talking about Alice Wake, Alan Wake, and Bright Falls. Um, and uh, yeah, okay, so you did play the DLC. The, mm. In the base game, there's only one like Easter egg reference to Alan Wake, mm. and it's like there's the room where all the like altar or where the um, God, what are they called? The items of power are mm-hmm. objects. Of objects power. of power. Yeah. Like, um, if you go all the way to the top floor or whatever and, like, fly through this window you're not supposed to fly through, there's a the clicker or whatever in a room. You know what I mean? And it's, like, the object of power. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like they reference it and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I found that, too. Um, but, yeah. And then they mention um, Alex Casey or whatever in a couple of things as well. Oh, they do? Yeah. Wow, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're straight up like... I, I read everything I fi- can find. Like, that. that's the one game where I'm okay with reading the documents That's how I felt stuff. about Alan Wake 2. Like, every time I find a document in Alan Wake 2, I didn't just read it. I, like, dissected it. Yeah. Like, it was fucking really, really... I got really into that one. Like... <laughs> yeah, it, it's super interesting. I think the story for Control is a little, like... I, I don't know what's happening. Like, um, even with the brother mainly, I'm like, what? Like, I still, at the end, I'm like, I still don't understand. Like, because, you know, Trench killed himself, but then, like, it, it, she goes through the thing where she shoots herself in the head, and then I'm like, is this actually happening? Or, like, what what is going on? I don't think that, I, she didn't actually shoot herself. She just, like, um, like relived her like trenches experience i'm pretty sure mm. like because like the gun has like the power of all the fucking former directors or whatever in it i'm pretty yeah. sure so like you could like take siphon from their experiences or something that's why like you know so much about the oldest i don't know it's weird yeah. like there's a whole thing like and then there's like the hiss that's happening and all this which stuff. is which is eerily similar to the fucking uh, monster in Alan Wake, which makes you think like control a lot of the fucking paranormal monsters are probably just like shadowy, wispy fucking figures like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they I have still an didn't... interesting world they've built. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no spoilers, but I, I mean I don't understand who uh, what's her face is the the entity in your head, um, Paralysis or whatever. Oh, Polaris. Polaris, yeah. yeah. Like what? Like I don't understand because Polaris is you know he drawn or whatever the uh, the big like uh, it, it still doesn't make any sense. Like Polaris like came to Jesse Faden and her brother like when they were kids and then led them to the uh, object of power. Right. And then that's it. Like I don't understand. Like what? Wh- Man, I I it's such a vague memory. It's at so this vague. Point. But- I've played it. I, I I remember like feeling like i understood it when i played it but i don't remember any like yeah, i barely remember yeah. anything that happened like i'm gonna have to go watch some youtube breakdowns of it because it, it like i rolled credits on it like this early this morning and i was just like what like i'm super <laughs> confused uh, it also probably helped that i played the first like half of the game like four times because like i uh you know I, I didn't get in. It didn't stick with me the first couple times I played it. So, like, I, yeah. I kept playing, like, the first, like, six hours and then, like, just being like, eh, fuck this, you know? And then, like, it's not a very long game. So, I played, like, most of the game, like, several times, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, and by the, I guess it just stuck a little better. Like, but then again, it didn't stick at all because I don't remember shit. I would watch a YouTube breakdown. I'll probably yeah. fucking. I like all the random objects of power and like how basically anything can become an object of power, like yeah. the rubber duck and the like. The guy who's like sitting in there staring at the fridge. 
That's Night. one thing you're gonna like about Alan Wake too is it does a better job of telling a confusing story, but like really breaking it down for you. Yeah, like, they have this like storyboard mechanic where like part of the game is like your character is making these like pictures on a wall, and it like helps you really compartmentalize what's going on in the game. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, and so like, and one thing it kind of, you know, like Alex Casey is another version of Max Payne, but like. Max, like, so they can't actually say Max Payne because Rockstar owns Max Payne. Yeah. So that's I kind mean, of you can tell Alex Casey is Max Payne and fucking yeah. In uh, you know, but that it, so Alex Casey at the same time though they're working on fucking Max Payne remakes right now, which but, is interesting. But they don't want to include Max Payne in their story because they they believe like I watched the whole thing from Sam Lake like talking about how this is just the beginning of the remedy verse like this is just the v- base foundation yeah and they want to expand on it with new games and new IPs so they're not ever going to bring Max Payne into it because they don't own it and they don't want to risk not being able to use him later if they yeah. need to so there so so Alex Casey is Max Payne Alex Casey is their like spiritual successor to Max. Yeah, no, it, it it is him. Like everything that happened in the Max Payne game happened to Alex Casey, but because it's part of the book or whatever. But Alex Casey is just take Max Payne, change the name. That's that's Max Payne. Yeah. And now the thing is, though, um, you know, like the chick is also Alex Casey, like a form of Alex Casey, like. It, it's all this weird shit like so basically like everything is like a weird version uh or like there are multiple versions of max Payne or multiple versions of alex casey like it's right they reference that in uh alan wake yeah it, it's just it hurts my head because i haven't even played that one yet but like just hearing sam like talk about it i'm like oh okay i get what you're saying but like i it still hurts yeah. um so like <laughs> was, yeah i'm very excited to play Alan Wake 2, now that I'm done with Control. It's a really great game. I think yeah. you're going to like it. Yeah, here there's lots of references to Control characters, and not just references, but characters actually just showing the fuck up, you know, in the story. Oh, yeah, straight up. And there's, like, locations and stuff that, like, you know, appear in both games. Like, I'm pretty sure in Control, at one point, you go to the, the diner from Bright Falls or something, you know what I mean? So, like, there's, like, yeah, you know, crossover for sure. Yeah, I wonder. Do you ever go into the uh, the uh, uh, what's it called, like the uh, motel or whatever from Ordinary? Well, okay. Or from uh, Control. I'll go ahead and ruin it for you. Uh, you do, but it's okay. as they mention in Control, the Ocean View Motel is different from for everybody. So, yeah, yeah. Like, the whole because it's inside their head, right? Yeah. So the layout is totally different for fucking Alan. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like cool. a way more elaborate, like Hilton style, like hotel. You know what I mean? Like it's actually kind of crazy how they do it. Like, yeah, I'm hype. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I played all all of Control and then um, uh, Warzone. You know, like uh, I mentioned this before we actually started the show, so I'll just go ahead and mention it again. Almost Diamond. My boy, my boy Hans is Diamond. Damn. I'm about to be right there, Diamond tier. I'm only like a hundred, hundred fifty, or like no, 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 no. But whenever we got off, I think I was like a hundred eighty, hundred eighty SR points from being there. So that's like two or three good games away from being that Diamond baby. Oh man, I yeah. love that. Well, from Plat Daddies to, to, di- <laughs> to Diamond Dogs, you Ooh. know, like I don't know what. Is that the, the highest? Is that as good as no. it gets? 
No. It goes, it goes, it's like bronze, silver, gold, diamond, and then crimson. What? Iridescent. What? And then top 250. Like, there's no, like, that's the top level. But, like, the amount of people in diamond, I think, is like 13% of like oh, wow. players so it's like it, your top 13 percent once you hit diamond wow like, nice yeah you're up there you're fucking up there it's it's a long way to get there and then it resets you like after every season it like drops you down like three levels so like <laughs> so you gotta work your way back up. Yeah, yeah so like but if you get to diamond then you drop back down to platinum one you know so like you're still like high the fuck up there but you're not like yeah, yeah. but you're not diamond you know Damn, but, dog. imagine but, getting to like crimson or something and then getting knocked down to fucking oh, platinum dude. if you're chilling in crimson dude like it's probably no big deal to get all the way through platinum again <laughs> because you have to realize every game you start um like if, if you're starting in crimson you're probably at like 80 point negative 80 points so like and then you so you, they have these things called sr points and like every match you start a negative amount if you're in those higher tiers so like oh. right now i start negative 51 in the so if you don't get a kill you like lose points and shit or something no you just don't gain any so like you gain you only get two points or something for every kill until you get into the later matches or like into the later rings like as the circle yeah. gets close or uh smaller and smaller so like if you make it into the top five you're already like you've probably gained about like a hundred points at that point so then you'll be plus 50 because you'll go you'll make up for your negative 50 and then you'll have like that extra 50 if you've made it to the top five so we we almost always make it into at least the top 10 top five you know like teams or whatever so it's like you know we're getting up there but um you know your kills don't mean shit until you get to the later rings okay so So it's mostly just surviving longer is more important surviving and getting those kills because if you just survive you're probably only gonna like you know even out you're not gonna make any extra points to move towards higher tiers Mm, you know so you gotta get those kills you know but like i don't know it's hard to explain but it's fun as fuck it's tough at this point but you know we've been dropping like matches where we're each getting like nine ten kills you know like making it into the top five we got a dub this morning on ranked um with uh i had 12 kills Dub, Dang, dude, boy. I was fucking dropping. No wonder pools. you're almost fucking. I know, dude. Here, we're, dude. We're, we're killing it. We're killing it. But anyways, what have you been playing, Brent? Well, I'm trying to get as good as you are at <laughs> at uh, you know, Modern Warfare as I am at UFC Five. But I'm just not. You know what I mean? I'm just not that good yet. Like I'm still, I'm still learning. You know, there's like a like a lot of the skills from four transition over. Like I have an easier time going from four to five than I did from three to four. But, like, I was so used to 4 that, like, there's just stuff that's, like, ingrained in me, you know? Like, mm. when I see their little head go like this, I push a button, and then instead of, like, doing an uppercut, he, like, grabs their face and, like, no. Uh, that's not <laughs> what I want. That's not uh, what I wanted. They, they really <laughs> shouldn't do that for competitive games like I that. I know. But, I mean, like, eventually, I think I think the changes they did make are actually good changes. Like, they you made... You just gotta get used they to they it. gotta get used to it, you know? They made it to where the overhands and the hooks are on the same button, which is, like, really confusing but also makes more sense if you're thinking about just power shots all being on the same button you know and then they made the the uppercuts an easier button like you used to have to push 
triangle and circle at the same time. Now you have to push R1 and whatever punch button or whatever. Yeah. Which is easier to do. You know what I mean? Like, and it, an uppercut isn't something that should be like super hard to fucking pull off. And in the place of that, they made it to where you have to push two buttons and then a separate button to do like spinning back fist. Because people were like spamming the spinning back fist. You used to just have to push like R1 and then like a circle or whatever. And they would like spin around and punch you in the face and you'd die. You know? Now you have to like actually do like a combination of fucking buttons to make it happen. And like it's if you miss your like second button, they'll just spin around like a ballerina and not do anything. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like. I don't know. There's definitely, and there's an element of like fainting with that. Like you can spin and act like you're going to do something and then they'll like, you know, come in to attack you and then you'll like, you know, not actually attack with the spin and like do something else, you know? Yeah. It's a whole thing. They've made it more strategic. It just takes them getting used to. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the ground stuff though. It's really hard to do the ground shit. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it's very uh, stra- strategic and like, um, you know, just kind of understanding how the actual ground game works you know yeah you really got to play through the career mode a few times to like get good enough to like play online competitively you know what i mean interesting (laughs) but they also have like a stand and bang mode if you just want to like you know just you know stand up and fight like you don't have to have the ground work you can do like kickboxing basically yeah okay if you're just into that that's know? pretty cool yeah. i mean so it's like two separate games in one almost. yeah basically like you you don't have to do the full ufc experience if you don't want to online mm. which i think a lot of people do you know like i just prefer it because like it feels they have a lot of really cool shit they put on like the ground stuff and like you know whenever you knock your opponent over and then they like fall over on the cage like in if you're doing the kickboxing one you can't just run up and just start punching them on the- <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. yeah that's cool the, um who's like the uh secret characters or like the okay so they've got mike tyson they've got okay. uh fedor emilianenko which was he's like this famous mma guy who was never in the ufc like a lot of people are like oh he's the best heavyweight of all time but he never actually fought in the ufc you know what i mean so yeah. he never got to go up against like he fought a lot of ex-ufc people and beat them all but he never actually you know why didn't he uh i think they just didn't offer him enough money or something like he mm. started out fighting for pride right and like he was like the king of pride until pride like stopped existing basically and then he went over to bellator and just started beating everybody up in bellator you know but uh, he never went over the ufc and but he's in the game which is like this is like steam versus epic you know like whenever it comes (laughs) to these two separate things like nobody wants to go to epic but like they have all these like great things going on over there for the developers you know like yeah. like none of the gamers are over on fucking bellator you know yeah. they're, they're all watching ufc but they're know? doing good yeah but, yeah but all the devs are over on epic you know like trying to make that extra money bellator actually just got bought by like one of the other big fight promotions pfl really yeah but okay anyways so they got fedor they've got um muhammad ali they've got mike tyson they've got some other heavyweight who was a big deal i can't remember and then they've got bruce lee bruce lee yeah they always have bruce lee in there and then they have all the secret characters from the last game like bruce buffer's back and dana white's back and stuff like that bruce you know? buffer. yeah <laughs> he's fighting yeah he they actually made bruce buffer super op he's got all kinds of <laughs> damn <laughs> he's fucking good that's funny uh what's him call it um oh my gosh they should put chuck norris in there dude 
Oh, dude, they really should. Oh, my God. That would be Why so Why haven't perfect. they done Chuck Norris? Dude, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, That's Chuck Norris like. would probably be cool with that, too. Like, why not? Like, oh, yeah. He's still kicking. That dude's like five 500 fighter. years old at this point. Dude, he'd probably come by and do the fucking mocap <laughs> for it and everything. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's true, dude. Um, uh, but, yeah, oh, so yeah, I what played that, got? and then I, uh, I played some more Baldur's Gate 3. I'm just fucking love that game, man. I'm doing my Dark Urge playthrough, and I'm at the very end of it, and, like, I went down this path that, like, took me straight to fucking hell, and, like, I did this whole, like, segment of the game in hell that I've never actually played before, and shit, oh, wow. like, I'm, like, it's a whole area that, like, I didn't even know about, you know what I mean, which is really cool. That's sad. I keep finding things about the game that I didn't know existed, and I'm at, like, 200 hours in the game right now, so I'm really pleased with the amount of, like, content in the game, you know what I mean? 200 and, hours on just this playthrough, or 200 hours total? Just total, like, okay. you know what I mean? I think I've probably put about 100 hours of playthrough in, you know what I mean? I'm still not done with this playthrough, but I'm getting close to the end. This yeah. I'm being evil as fuck, I'm just killing everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody's just like, oh, fuck, it's that guy. I'm such a bad dude, man, I'm just killing people for no reason, it's great, you know? Like, literally half of my more than half of my companions have just left because they can't stomach to see me just walk around being evil as hell you know what i mean that's awesome <laughs> actually there's a whole nother area i went to too there's like a this vampire palace that i went to that i didn't go to in the original game which is really cool you know what i mean did you so uh, is your head still at you know risk of exploding or whatever uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally but i'm actually about to change shit up I'm about to take the biggest step in the next dire- in like a different direction, you know what I mean? Because like, okay, well, mild spoilers for Baldur's Gate three here ahead, but like at a critical juncture in the game, there's like a character that's been helping you the whole time, and like you have an opportunity to like betray him, basically, right? But like, you know, in the original game, I was like a good guy, so I'm like, I'm not gonna betray that dude. He's been helping me the whole time. Why would I do that? That's fucking stupid. But then in this game, I'm evil as hell. So, like, the logical thing, I'm like, okay, I'm going to obviously just fuck this guy over super hard and everybody else I meet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I've been working hard to, like, take the steps. Like, because the, the dude who's, like, the good guy puts you in this, like, moral conundrum where he's, like, keeping this dude prisoner. And you, like, basically have to take his word for it that the guy he's, like, holding hostage is, like, a bad dude. He's like, trust me. If you let this guy go, he's going to fucking kill everybody and do all kinds of fucked up shit. But this time, I'm letting that motherfucker go, bro. We're, we're fucking busting him out, dude. And we're going to kill that other motherfucker. And we're just going off the rails, bro. Like, we're nice. going to see how far off the rails we can fucking take it. That's, like, been my goal this entire game. And I've taken it pretty far off the rails at points. But there's also points where I've, like, had to be evil. And being evil was, like, meant making the same choice that I made in the first game. So, like, I am going to probably do a third playthrough of it and, like, do, like, a not good or evil just like try to make different choices from both of them you know what i mean like, yeah so yeah i'm having a lot of fun with that game sounds like it sounds like uh i mean and uh, once we get into some news later i think uh this game will get its dues you know yeah i so. think so too and then finally to round it all off i hopped on the old game pass to see what was up and they had that new uh yakuza game oh or, yeah, yeah or the like a dragon i guess is what they're called i forget what it's called it's like it's not just like a dragon it's, it's like a dragon the man who erased his name 
Oh, that's the one. There's another one too, though. You're talking about Ishin or whatever. Ishin, e- yeah. Yeah, that's the old school one. They actually just put the brand new one that just came out, like day oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah. wow. So, like, I'm actually super impressed with Game Pass for getting that one, like, right off the jump. But, um, yeah, I've been playing that a little bit, and like, it's uh, it feels more like condensed than the other Yakuza games, which I'm actually happy with. Like, it's got the old school vibe. It's not like turn based combat like the new ones, you know. Oh, okay. But it's like it's also like just smaller feeling. Like the city feels smaller. Like the fucking you know vibe of everything. Like the story is apparently way shorter. But it also just feels more like, you know, concentrated. Like Optimized. in a good way. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like they cut all the fat out. You know what I mean? That's good. So yeah. It is a fun game. It's a, if you want a little nice little beat em up with a fun little story about like secret agent fucking Kiryu or whatever, go for it. You know, it's a good yeah. time. You if know? you want Shinmu, but like modern day and good. It's very, <laughs> it's very well optimized for a new game. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of times you get new games that just don't fucking work. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it happens it, it, a lot. It runs really well. You know, like it's super buttery smooth and like fucking looks good and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I recommend it. I, it's a solid... Uh, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, a, solid 7 out of 10. It's a good wacky time. Yeah. Like, a, that's the thing about, like, those games. fun romp, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just get excited for mini games, like, wacky bullshit. The mini games are great, as always. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Did you do any of the side stuff, like the island? I'm still pretty early. No, I haven't found the island thing yet. I don't know where that is, you know? I went around and did some of the mini games, though. They have, like... Like every Yakuza game, they have like the arcade where you can play all the old school Sega games. I ended up playing the Sonic uh, Fighters for like fucking eight hours. <laughs> like, have you ever played Sonic Fighters before? No. What I is guess it? I could talk about that too because I basically played that game. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking Super Smash Brothers, but like with all the fucking Sonic characters. Oh, that's cool. Well, it's less like Super Smash Brothers because you're not like knocking each other off of platforms and stuff. More like but, Tekken. Yeah, it's kind of like Tekken, I guess. But yeah, it's fucking tight, dude. Like you can be Sonic and Knuckles, and you're just punching the rings out of each other, and like fucking. Uh, oh, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's. It's a... like 3D too, so it's more like Soul Calibur, I guess. Yeah, than it is like anything. You know what I mean? That's what I was about to say. There was a Star Wars game like that back in the day. Apparently, really, like that a 3D, dope. like like just like an arena brawler. Kind yeah, of thing? like um, I never played it, but um, you know what had a cool mode like that was that fucking Obi Wan Adventures game. <laughs> yep, you remember the battle royale mode on that? Like that yep. was tight, dude. Like that, dude, that was the original the battle OG, royale. The OG, dude. Yeah. everybody I, drops in one fucking. I can't think of a like, single battle royale that predates that. You know what I mean? Like no, not on that same rules. Uh, like they're yeah. not rules. Because it like basically that. did the Fortnite thing. I mean, aside from like the shrinking mm-hmm. circle and all the, you know, it was like you drop in and last man survives. You yeah, know it's like I mean? eight, uh, fucking eight or nine, like uh, Jedi and Sith or whatever. Yeah, a pretty good roster of like Jedi's you could pick from too. Yeah, which y'all just cool. go ham and the last one sort of standing. You that know? was a cool game. It's pretty. It was a really cool game, and it, it was the OG with like actual like um directional attacks and stuff like that that was back before every game felt like it had to make the fucking you know right stick your camera you know mm -hmm. what i mean so you just had this camera centered behind everyone yeah but like that was so cool because like you could you could really make the lightsaber do whatever you wanted it to you know like you were cutting fucking droids in half with like sideways and stuff it was neat Uh, i just realized um that uh Hans, uh, Hans, I'm sorry. Our chat's so far away from us, but I, I think he put like 
something, which I'm pretty sure he was making some uh, claims against my kills uh, <laughs> because uh, he did have a lot of assists on that one, on the 12 kills that that I got, but we'll see about that, Hans. <laughs> and, and he might not even be posting that, but that, that might just be my conscience, but I think that's what he's talking about. Uh, or conscience, um, but not conscious. Um, but anyway, so uh, what else? Was that it? Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's all I played. Okay. All right, that's it for games that we've been currently playing. Now we're going to get into the big shit here. We got some news for you, but just so you guys know, we are using video game news articles from around the web, and we do not claim any of these articles as our own. We're just bringing them all to one place, giving you the, the hottest of news, you know, just to make you feel it. Um, what do you, what do we want to start with? Do you want to go first? You know, aside from, like, the big three things, I didn't really find any other, like, noteworthy news so like maybe we should start with like the we gotta start with one of the biggest we'll start ones. with the big ones and then do we have anything other than the big ones like we got a we got a couple things okay nothing too crazy well, I'll, I'll drop some other things well, so you drop the big you give us one of one of the big ones you pick which one you want to go start with. with probably the biggest one uh after an early report that the first look at grand theft auto 6 will debut next month developer rockstar games has officially confirmed the news yep sam hauser posted a new message on the rockstar website verifying that the trailer for the next grand theft auto will drop in early december a date that coincides with the 25th anniversary of the grand theft auto series uh, next month marks the 25th anniversary of rockstar games hauser wrote we are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. Curiously, this date lines up with the 2023 edition of the Game Awards event that will be held on December 7th. While host oh. and organizer Jeff Keighley hasn't commented on if GTA 6 will be present on the awards show, it wouldn't be unusual as the Game Awards has regularly debuted trailers for big games. Um, so, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I me too. That would make sense, right? You know, Ooh, that's uh, well, giving me goosebumps just thinking about it, bro. That's gonna be a big deal. Like, dude, I'm actually really hyped for this. I, I, you me know, too, man. It's a new Grand Theft Auto. We haven't had a think new about the Grand last Theft Auto. thing they put out. Fucking Red Dead Redemption Two, probably oh, like sure. one of the most critically acclaimed games ever. And then before that. Grand Theft Auto Five, a game people are still playing to this day. You know Ten what I'm saying? Years ago, a yeah. decade, a decade, a decade of one game, and it not only has it not only has it been like popular, like a popular game the whole time. It's been like a the best top selling ten yeah. seller like the whole time. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I think I think they said that the game has sold like 300 million copies or something like nuts. that. It's something insane. Like. Is the number one selling game of all time. I Which think, is exactly right? why they know they have to respect this franchise. And it's exactly why they have to fucking put this game out and be like, great. I mean, you know, we're just going to pretend the, the trilogy game didn't happen. You know, the definitive trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see. It says um, GTA 5 cumulative unit sales worldwide from 2015 to 2023. As of November 2023, Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold over... 190 million units worldwide and that's just 2015 to did yep. it come out in 2013 came out in 20 oh did it come out in 2013 i thought, I thought so. it was like 2013 as well yeah yeah it so... came out on the xbox 360 dude 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It still says, like, I'm looking at other ones. Even the wiki says uh, 190 million. So, even from whatever time it came wow. out till now, 190 million. 190 million. And as of 2023, one of the most financially successful entertainment products, not just video games, of all time, with about $8 billion in worldwide revenue. Wow. Yep. So, that that's insane, dude. And that's a game that is so old. But, like, it still, still looks really great. really good, though. Yeah, like, it looks good. They keep it updated, like, visually with the times. Like, they add a little flair to it every now and then. But most of all, like, the heart and soul of the game is just great. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much Even personality the solo part of to it. it. Yeah. yeah, like, that it keeps it alive. You know what I mean? Like Now, because of that, we got to think, what, uh, like, okay, what will be different about this game that sets it apart? From Grand Theft Auto Five, like how how are they going to be able to make this one even better? Like, I think the i like hopefully they don't like run too far with the idea of like trying to change it too much. You know, I think that I think the the best thing they could do is just stick with what made Grand Theft Auto so great to begin with. You know, like a fucking great story about some sort of criminal making it big in a big city with great graphics. And oh, it's like going to be awesome a, a big city. They've already, you know what I mean? Like we've already confirmed that it's basically vice city. Yeah. It's vice city mixed with uh Liberty city or something like that. it's like, that's going to be tight. If you could like take yeah. an airplane and fucking fly between two big maps or something. Oh, yeah. you know it's I mean? like, it's going to be something cool like that. But the thing or is, maybe though, it's like out a character swapping element, like the first game, but both characters have their own map they're in or something. You know oh yeah. I mean? like, not the first game, but like the fifth game. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I think like from the leaks that have come out, it, it, you're basically it's like a Bonnie and Clyde story, supposedly. Like th- this is just based off a leak, so this isn't official, but I think it's pretty safe to say this is going to be the case. Like the main characters yeah. is like a girl and a guy yeah. that you'll switch between. But what's gonna be the thing though? You know, like every see back then. Back whenever these were all coming out, you know, technology was getting better and better. Like, video games were pretty primitive back then. Like, think Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first time that you're just, like, walking through this big open city and uh, you can just shoot people and yeah. fucking pick up a prostitute and, you know, take her and actually have this prostitution exchange happen. Um, you I know, mean, even the non-generational leaps they took, you know, yeah. like between three, three and, and Vice City. Yeah. And then Vice City and San Andreas, like yeah. all of those games came out on the PS2 and all were dramatic steps forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, like the cities were bigger. There was more stuff to do in the cities. There were like better graphics, um, better vehicles, like better cheats. The only time they've ever even kind of taken a skip step back in scale as far as like size goes is four I feel yeah like. because four was just so much technologically like advanced yeah it was like crazy looking Vice like, City. like just the graphical jump from fucking san andreas to four was like nuts yeah dude. you know what i mean like, and they changed the the vehicle physics mm-hmm. and like everything everything was just different then it was like the first step from away from the original Xbox and PS2 and stuff. It was like on the 360. So it was a whole yeah. generational jump. But it lacked a little bit to most people for some reason, that one. And I think that's just because, well, because Oblivion Andreas, had just come out. I personally think it's that. because San Andreas had more stuff to do. 
mm-hmm, know, like mm-hmm. there are more like activities and stuff in San Andreas, despite it being like the uglier game. You yeah. know what I mean? It did feel like you had like you could you could go into casinos and stuff in San Andreas. You could get fat or skinny. Yeah, you could, you like... could get muscly. You could play tennis. You know, like not, a lot of that stuff was stripped back for fucking. Yep. You know, four, which it was still a good game, but like, and it's still only some of that came back in five. Like some of the RPG type mechanics. Yeah. Um, it, right now, it's technically just a five action did it, game. I think five did a good job of bringing most of the things that made San Andreas special back, back into the yeah. fold. Like, there's a lot of different random activities you can do. There's like, you know, you can. I'm pretty sure you can get your characters fat and skinny. I've seen like fat Franklins at least. You know what I mean? No, like, I don't think you can. I think that those are mods. Oh, is um, it really? Yeah. I know you can get haircuts and stuff you at can, least. You know what I mean? Which I don't know if you could do that in four. Hang on. Let me see. You could, yeah. Four, you could go to the barber shop. I know in um, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, you can make your character like you know he not only gets like gains weight or loses weight, but he, like he can change his hair. He gets dirty depending on. So I'm thinking all that stuff yeah. is probably gonna make Red, a... Red Dead Two, dude. Red Dead Two is the most detailed open world game I've ever seen. That's like, what I'm saying. And we gotta remember that like this is the same the same people, people you know. Well, like, not the same writer that that he left. He left a couple yeah. of years back. But um now th- but there's like even things in Red Dead 2 where like if you shoot somebody and their corpse stays out there, their corpse will decay like over time and shit like that. There there's just too much going on in Red Dead that I don't think they're gonna necessarily bring over and it, not, it doesn't really have well, to. yeah i was gonna say a lot of that is like just the the life sim elements of yeah. red dead you know but a lot of it i think they will bring over like i mean first of all you probably using the same like you know framework for both games so mm-hmm. like a lot of that stuff it, it would probably be easy to just pop it in the game you know like yeah but i don't know that i'm not no. a fucking developer I, you know what i'm saying like i honestly think um you got to do something you got to do something like obviously we need animals there's got to be animals Put in horses this one. in the game. That yeah, would be cool. Even horses. Wouldn't it be tight to just be able to yeah. ride a horse like alongside all the cars and stuff? You then know you could I mean? bring in horse race betting yeah, and stuff like holy that. Shit. Like, and you could be the racer. You could rig the horse races. There's yeah. a whole thing you could do. Like, oh, yeah. that's a whole that's a whole storyline right there. So that they <laughs> they've already got like robbing places and stuff like that in GTA Five, but like. There needs maybe to elaborate be... on it. Maybe add some like banks you can rob and stuff, or you gotta like go on the back. I mean, like they do have stuff like that. They do five, have that in five. Yeah, yeah, you've got full on heists in yeah. five. So they got to do something different. There's got to be like maybe like the thing we've all talked about since we were kids. Like, what if you could go into like every building? Yeah, like every building has at least some. That's that's always been open. the dream, isn't it? Yeah, you know, like I feel like just the you just walking to... anywhere. Yeah, and like there's something in every place. Yeah. you know, like and they've been working on this game for a long enough to where that's totally possible you yeah. know like we don't know what they're gonna bring it out you know like that's what's crazy to think about is like we saw the leak footage right yeah and the leak footage had like all kinds of weird interactable things like like you could drink the sodas on the counters and mm-hmm. stuff and like whenever she was like pointing her gun at people there were like options for like things she could do and like yeah more rpg like yeah so like i'm excited to see what kind of crazy stuff they're gonna bring to the table you know i do think that it's gonna be different but at, oh, yeah. at the same time they gotta keep that soul you well know? yeah you keep i think no matter what still the gotta be gonna Grand be there Auto, you know at the end of the day that'll be there i'm yeah. not worried about that i'm just worried about what What's going to be the differentiating part of it, you know, and like uh, going back to Vice City, it's probably going to be, I would assume 
it, it's probably going to be a period thing where just like Vice City was, where it was like the 80s, you know, fucking Vice. Or, or maybe it's not. Maybe they're just going to do modern day Vice City. But, I mean, what's the hype around a modern day Vice City? It would just be like, you know, it would just look like five. You know, so yeah, I think 80s would be cool or 90s, like take it back to the 90s, even like before, like, you know, smartphones and shit like that. No matter what, it's going to be incredible looking. I think like they're probably building this from the ground up with like the modern consoles in mind. So I bet they're going to have crazy ass like ray tracing and stuff effects, you know, because they've already implemented that shit into five, five, you know, probably just to see if they could do it. Uh huh. And I bet there's going to be like if it's if it is Vice City, which we pretty much know it is, there's going to be all kinds of like ambient neon lights and stuff that are going to be like reflecting no, it's gonna off be, the it's gonna look like stuff. fucking cyberpunk it's gonna be tight looking dude yeah. now that and um you know what else would be oh wait never mind they already did that in five too i was they gonna a say lot of cool stuff in five since they they're typically the ones who do like you know the next step in like technological testing stuff like that they should try i mean not try obviously this game's not too far off but that'd be cool if they had done like some kind of AI for like the NPCs, like where, oh, yeah. like it's just like each NPC has like it is basically working off of like a language, uh, you know, program almost yeah. like a G Chat GBT or they something. Just say crazy shit depending yeah. on what you're doing, like yeah, and it's like all context based yeah. and like you know, which they did shooting at me through that door, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, you shot my dog, yeah, <laughs> you shot my dog, <laughs> yeah, just based on whatever happens or like you know, um, that way it feels real. My baby, <laughs> that might get fucked up, dude. <laughs> be feeling guilty out here dude just like it it, like takes a life of its own like where it's just like you know after you've killed like a bunch of people in the city like a group of them just team up and like we're gonna fight (laughs) back against too strong yeah they're like (laughs) we have to stop this guy he just shows up and just murders people (laughs) and the cops can't do anything about it it's like you know he ends up just killing just form little militia groups yeah like like, you start seeing posters on the walls like fucking game we need where the game can like write things into it Itself, yes. you know what i mean like yeah you, that like, would get nuts after a while dude <laughs> you start like sneaking around and like you know uh the spying on the on the militias and they're like plotting out ways to take you down they, like they start getting smarter and smarter like they start using like different strategies and like bringing it's in like planes. ambushing you into yeah. That, yeah no somebody just flies a plane straight into you you know <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's not gonna happen. But that would be really fucking cool, and I'm ready for that game. But uh, I'm excited. They just become cognizant that you're like respawning every time they manage to kill you. So they just (laughs) they figure out where the spawn points are. Like they start waiting at the hospitals. They just have people assigned to like. (laughs) (laughs) That would just get terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun though. It'd be a cool like uh, simulation. Like you'd have to fully like reset your game like because they got so like uh, <laughs> every time that gets that smart you have to restart it that'd be funny yeah dude um but anyways yeah so next week or no i mean not next week like uh two or three weeks from now we're gonna see gta 6 dude or Woo! at least get that get that first trailer that so exciting very exciting um now uh let me get the other giant piece of news here which i mean i think we all kind of saw this coming but didn't really know for sure um nintendo's foray into movies isn't stopping anytime soon the company has confirmed that it's working on a live action adaptation of the legend of zelda 
which honestly, why live action? That's such a bad idea. But um, the movie will be directed by Wes Ball, best known for the Maze Runner trilogy Mm. and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes movie. Zelda creator Shigeru Miyamoto will serve as a producer, much as he did on this year's animated Super Mario Bros. movie. He'll be producing alongside Avi Arad, um, which I think he did something with the Spider-Man movies or so. He was like a producer on some of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, th- quote, this is Miyamoto. The, like, this is the tweet that they posted. Yeah. He's like, this is Miyamoto. I've been working on the live action film of the legend of Zelda for many years now with Avi Aradson, who has produced many mega hit films. Miyamoto said in a statement on X, uh, formerly Twitter, we might be waiting a while for the movie, however, because Miyamoto said it will take time until its completion. But I hope you look forward to seeing it. Uh, While there aren't many details on the movie itself, Nintendo says that it will be co-financed by itself and Sony, which Nintendo is putting more than 50 percent of the bill, which uh, this is a weird thing. Sony is co-financing? Yeah, so not the sony playstation side but sony the film like sony uh, still weird it is really weird like the ones who did the spider-man movies yeah that's sony so um so we're gonna have a high budget here i mean this is a big budget production yeah oh yeah you got nintendo money you got sony money Mm -hmm. you know Mm. it might be good you know i just don't think it's possible to be good um like live action you know like why specifically just because you think it's he's a silent protagonist one it's link you know the only thing we know about link is you know like like that that's link you know so like um how are they going to take that make him into like see if they would have done it animated you could have done a million different things and it'd be fine he could still be silent you could do like a. Have you ever seen that movie Blue Streak? I think it's called. Are you talking about with uh? You talking about the? It's the, the movie where the dude is just like doesn't say anything the whole movie. That's not Blue Streak. Blue Streak is a a, a heist comedy with Dave Chappelle. And... Oh no, definitely not that. No, <laughs> it's, it's Blue something. But like this, it's a it's a movie where this guy. It's like a John Wick style like revenge movie. But like literally. He's like a silent protagonist yeah. in the movie. Like he, he does the, like a whole like two and a half hour film mm-hmm. where he just doesn't say shit and he's just like fucking. But he's killing people. everybody. I mean, you don't need to talk with that. Link's not just a straight up murderer. Like he could be though. Like Link, first off, yeah, <laughs> split your There's fucking blood wig. splashing on his face. <laughs> he's just, like, like. <laughs> dude's like asleep no, in bed you, and you, you just hear like a, a fucking pot break yeah it looks uh, he like wakes up and he's like oh god and he's like in at the in the corner of the room and he's, he's like holding his sword out and then like the power's growing in it it's just, it's just like his head just flies off like he's making a horror movie he's a like. serial killer like no but oh, uh shit. I don't know. My thing, my thing with uh, the Legend of Zelda live action is like, if he's going to be a silent protagonist, how? Like, you know, like, how are you going to tell the story? Like, he probably won't be. I'm sure that's make the him problem. You can't make him fucking dialogue. talk because well, then, Mario talked. In the that's fine. That's fine though because it? it's Mario. You know, and it's animated. It's like whatever. Mario. We already knew. Like. You know, Chris Pratt did a decent voice for him where it's just like, okay, he's generic animated character. What scares me more than fucking Link talking is fucking whatever they're going to do for Na'vi. 
You know what I mean? Navi, I think, would be way easier to do if they're going to do Navi. There's no guarantee that this is based off of that version of Link. Yeah, but what would you go with if you were going to do it? Like, if it's me, I'm going with Ocarina of Time version. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trust me, I would love that more than anything. Give me that story. But surely they're not going to go with Sky fucking bird version of Link or fucking you know i honestly i think they're gonna go tears of the kingdom because it's their most recent game like i think that that's the world they're gonna go with which is they would be smart to just do an original zelda story that Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with any of the games or majora's mask i I think majora's mask would be a great story yes dude that would be sick and it would actually be easy like it's got more like storytelling elements in it yes. that would make an interesting movie you know what i mean and you could do a ki- and it's kid link the whole time so you could find some kid he doesn't have to talk much you know he's yeah. just a little kid whichever one you do ocarina of time or majora's mask would be cool just because like you could do the the kid to adult time warp thing yeah. you know what i mean that would be neat you know kids would like that you know now the most obvious choice for for link um which i'm sure the internet's already been on this but i was talking to aj my brother about this earlier and there was like timothy chalamet like he he looks like like you could easily make him into link like he already looks like a fucking elf i just don't like it i I don't don't want him to be link i don't don't want him to either i don't know why but no imagine him with a fucking hat on like a fucking link hat no i see it you know for some reason it's i just and he's not talking he's already got like the 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 face you know everything that's just like but what I have a and I uh, like I have a feeling what's gonna happen with this movie is it's gonna be bad or they're gonna stop like halfway. I just don't think this is gonna work. Like I think video game movies are progressively getting better and better. Sure, I think, I think they're getting a bigger budget and they're getting the respect they deserve. And and like you know, writers and producers are seeing like, hey, this isn't just some kind of like quick cash grab. Like we can actually make good films out of yeah. these things. You know, so. I'm hoping that we're entering like an era where like maybe video game movies will start to suck less and like this will be one of those movies that doesn't suck as bad, you yeah. know. But the, th- the thing is is like they should have just went they should have took that budget and made a really good like or not even made a really good just gave the rights to Studio Ghibli or something and let them make like a fucking, you know, Studio Ghibli version of that the would Legend be cool. of Zelda. That would have been really that's neat. That's really all they have to do and like that's that's probably the easiest answer to this situation, but like when they say live action it's just I mean like, it had what? to happen at some point. Okay? Live action? Yes. Did it have to happen? No, it did. It did have I to guess. happen. Link you know? though, like I, I don't know, just tell a story about a different character, but the problem is is you can't do that because it's the Legend of Zelda. That's the story is Zelda's story with Link. Nah, just wait till this is successful. You're really going to hate it when they do the live action Donkey Kong, bro. Fuck it. Oh, no, dude. I'm ready for that shit. I hope it's me. Like, Zelda or Link's too young. Like, you know, like I couldn't play Link anymore. Yeah. But I could always play Donkey Kong. I could be Cranky Donkey Kong if I'm too old by the time they do it. But I'm talking like I want to be even if I'm not Donkey Kong, let me be crank or let me be Funky Kong, dude. <laughs> just have him in like Planet of the Apes, make yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just come out and just like, oh yeah, dude, I'm uh, ready for that. Fuck yeah. But anyways, yeah. So how do how do you feel about this? You excited? You like kind of skeptical? Like uh, you... I'm skeptical. Yeah. Same. You know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Kind of like the Sleeping Dogs movie that never existed. That like they that was in production and shit a while yeah. back, and then they just. just Stop. didn't do it yeah, yeah. That, i think that's what's gonna happen here like i think that they they 
Although they did eventually put out. out the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. You know how long they fucking were talking about that before they actually did it? You know That's what I mean? True. Like, that was one thing I thought was never going to see the light of day. Yeah. And here we are. Only thing, though, I'm going to tell you straight up right now. If they make Tom Holland Link, I'm going to be so mad. I'd rather have Tom Holland than Timothy Chalamet, and I'm not joking. But have you seen any Timothy Chalamet movies? Yeah, I saw Dune, you know? I love Dune. I think he's a way better Look, actor. I'm not hating on Timothy Chalamet. It just doesn't work as Link for me, and I don't know why. I'd uh, rather have almost anybody. Like, he's I mean, just I too would, pretty. Like, it's just doesn't, Link is pretty. I know, but it's not He's the like same, triangle dog. face, like, like blue eyes. No, I don't know, man. Blonde hair. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's that, too, like... I don't know, bro. It's just, he's too... He's like a good-looking dude. That's the problem. But the thing is, do you know who they based Link off of? Who? A young Leonardo DiCaprio. They wanted him to be pretty. That was oh, yeah. the whole point. Like that's why he's like blonde hair, blue eyes. I, I don't know, man. Leo in the nineties, you know, yeah, like... back in the day, <laughs> not now, not now. Yeah. <laughs> Revenant, like, oh yeah, no. Link. No, but like that, like you have to think about where the the roots come from, and the, that's literally when they made him. They were like. Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, it'll just never be Timothy for no. me. You know I got you. I got you. I don't know why. You know, nothing against yeah. Timothy. Any other role, you know? Yeah. Like, we could put him in anything else. They should know? just say fuck it and, like, just do, like, Danny DeVito. <laughs> like, <laughs> Danny DeVito's got to be. He uh, needs to be the great Deku tree. No, bro. no. Danny Tingle. De- <laughs> Tingle. That's what I was about to say, dude. He would be a perfect Tingle. That would be fucking hilarious. That, he just oh floats down on a balloon. Like, He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, you want some maps? <laughs> so anyways, I started blessed. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Uh, but not. Probably not. But no, um, no. yeah, big news. Very exciting to, to hear at least, I guess. Yeah. What do you got? All right. Uh, something just in time for all you Christmas gift getters out there. Uh, Valve has announced a remodeled Steam Deck model with a higher quality display, better battery life. More... Apparently, apparently, according to people who have used it, it's like double the battery life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just like a little bit, but like almost 50% Valve longer. claims it's 20% better, but like most people say it's it's like... Significant. Significant. So, you know, that's one thing that would be really nice. They've got a bigger storage capacity, and, uh, you know, obviously it's got a higher uh, refresh, not obviously, but it's got a higher refresh rate. It's got HDR in the OLED display. It's got a half an inch bigger screen. So, you know, it should perform about the same, but you're getting a lot of, like, big upgrades you know what i mean not big upgrades it's gonna feel significant if you plan it after using an old one you know what i mean yeah which sucks for me but that's okay you know well not really because it didn't aren't they doing like a buyback program thing or not like a buyback but like a trade-in towards thing to make it cheaper i don't think so i think they are yeah Hmm. i'm pretty sure um uh hold on let me check this steam deck oled trade in deal so i might do that can you trade in steam deck lcd for oled um says uh let's see uh presently it is not possible to trade in steam deck lcd for the oled version a representative from steam's support team clarified that such an exchange program is not offered at this time this suggests that for now customers looking to upgrade cannot do so through direct trading method however the possibility of such an option being introduced in the future remains open, although it is not guaranteed. So that's probably not going to happen. 
They want you to buy their new thing. Yeah, that but is... honestly, you know, I don't really need another one. It's just like the Switch OLED. Like I want it. Like it's really cool. I would definitely yeah, prefer but to play HDR, my games on it. Yeah, but HDR, better battery life. Fucking OLED. That's a whole lot different than the Switch upgrade, where it was just literally here's an OLED, OLED screen. Yeah. No HDR no itself is really cool. Just yeah. like the fact that you like, man. There's a lot of games that can really take advantage of that. Also, the 90 hertz. That's something that people aren't really talking about. Crazy. That's really yeah. nice because the Steam Deck has a way you can manipulate the refresh rate of the screen itself. So, like, if you have a 90 hertz screen, you could scale it down to 60 hertz and have your screen perform exactly the same if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Or if you're playing a less demanding game, you could crank it all the way up to 90. Or you could scale it down at, like, integral factors like so like with uh, a thing a lot of people like to do with the 60 frame uh, per second steam deck is scale it back to like 40 frames per second so like the main screen will like register at 40 like hertz or whatever so it'll run like a native 40 hertz or whatever with that one you could probably scale it down to like different you know factors i don't even know how to explain what i'm trying to say but it would probably scale better if you have more you know, yeah, better options. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, yeah, more room to work with whenever it comes to frame rate. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. You know, um, it, it's a good, good deal, and that's the other thing. The LCD screen is basically getting a price drop, and then this game or this one is going to take the same price as the original LCD. Yeah, which is really cool. So they're getting rid of the hundred. Uh, I mean, the sixty gigabyte original one and the 500 gigabyte original one so both of those are getting a drastic price cut and then they're selling them until the inventory is gone the 256 gigabyte lcd one is now the new smallest model Mm -hmm. and it's taking the same price as the old base models price which is incredibly good deal for because that's the one i've got right now and it's awesome so for like 399 or whatever you get the fucking nvme hard drive you get all the good you know, stuff except for the OLED and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the higher model, you know, it's still really cheap. I mean, not really cheap, but it's definitely worth, like, it's what I paid for what's now the lowest model. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend getting it because you get the OLED. And the Steam Deck is awesome. If you're having any, like, if you're on the fence about getting a Steam Deck, fucking get it, dude. It's definitely the best, like, thing. Handheld. It's like, honestly, it's my most used, like, thing that's not my main console. Assault, like, you know, I, I've, I've been using it more than I've used, like, my VR headsets or anything recently. Like, it's very fun, and it's convenient, and, like, you can take all your shit with you everywhere. Yeah. And, like, you can hook it up to big screens. People love it. It's a big party pleaser if you plug it in and pull up fucking Mario Kart or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty dope, dude. Um... Wait, how's everybody playing Mario Kart on it, though? Oh, emulators. No, I mean, like, controller-wise. Oh, just Bluetooth controllers? Oh, okay. How many wireless controllers can you connect to it? As many as... I don't know. I think as many as you could just do on any PC, like... So you've been doing, like, four or something? like? I've done up to four. I, I, nice. I feel confident you could do more, but I haven't tried. Not that you would need <laughs> yeah. more. I guess for Smash Bros. Yeah, I was about to say, I guess if you had a Smash Bros. Like, wrong. Melee. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool, dude. Um... All right, now that uh, we were just hating on uh, Mario for a while, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder 
um, is a smash hit, and it's now the fastest selling Super Mario game of all time. I actually really want it, though. I do want to play it. Yeah. I think I, that's my Christmas list right there. For sure. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo announced the Switch exclusive, the first entirely new entry in the side-scrolling Super Mario series in about 11 years, sold 4.3 million units within the first two weeks of going on sale on October 20th, a figure boosted by the astonishing success of the Super Mario Bros. movie and heightened interest in all things Super Mario. Mario. Uh, Nintendo notes its data is limited to titles released for Wii and Nintendo DS onwards when software sell-through data collection began. So it's discounting sales of Super Mario 64, for example, but it's unlikely any Super Mario game released on hardware before November 2004 when the DS launch sold faster than Super Mario Bros. Wonder, given the huge Switch install base Wonder, Wonder launched into, uh, with 130 million units and counting on uh, like Switch units sold so um yeah that's pretty crazy um sold you know that many that's in the wild, first two yeah. weeks and being the fastest selling you know uh mario game like you know of all time that's crazy it's crazy that the switch is still doing numbers like that with all these new console like it's still standing toe-to-toe with the fucking most modern you know dopest hardware you know even being like a full generation behind technologically you know what i mean like it's pretty impressive you know? oh yeah for sure dude pretty crazy you gotta give the people over there at nintendo props because you know just for what they're doing with that ancient fucking technology you know they're just killing it as usual you know nintendo being nintendo they really are the underdogs that never stop <laughs> all right let's see what we got here this is a good one uh the game awards the annual celebration of the year in gaming hosted by jeff Keeley, are fast approaching with this year's event scheduled to take place early next month, today, Keeley announced the nominees for the Game Awards 2023, which includes six very big titles vying for the Game of the Year. The top award of the evening, Game of the Year, will see Baldur's Gate 3, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2, and Resident Evil 4 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder face off. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of interesting because it's like, you'd think, first of all, you'd think Starfield would be on there. That's that's very surprising to me that Starfield didn't make the cut for like a Game of the Year nominee. You know what I mean? But it's also just surprising to me that fucking, well, I don't know. I hate to say it, but it's weird that Marvel Spider-Man 2 is on there. You know, it's a great game, but it's just like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like game of the year material, despite how it was pretty much like a 10. You know what I mean? Like, it's just strange to me, like up against all these other games. And Alan Wake 2 just came out. It's like, I feel like it's not going to get the shine that it deserves, despite being like a true contender. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of weird things there, you know? I think um, it, it, it's kind of like, all right, I get um, they only chose six, right? There's only yeah. six options here. Isn't it strange that Starfield didn't make the cut, though? You know, I saw it coming. Like, I Versus, knew. Versus, like, Super Mario Bros. Wonder? You know what yeah, I mean? Well, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm totally for Zelda being on the list. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's totally okay for a Nintendo game, a I, first party Nintendo game, to be a, a nominee here, you know? I think like, I, th- I think we uh, I think I told you guys that I knew this was going to happen. Like it wasn't even going to get to be a contender. It's shocking to me. Yeah. That that's that it's not a like it's not nominated for anything. Nope. Like 
anything across the board. Like, no. like there's the best music category. That would have been a great like fucking. Uh, no, that's gonna go to Final Fantasy. It. I can already guarantee you that, bro. It better uh, not. It's absolutely gonna go to. That's Final gonna Fantasy. go to Baldur Gate along with every other fucking award at this show, dude. No, it, it, not the mu- only, not music wise. The only award that Baldur's Gate is not gonna win directly mm-hmm. is gonna be fucking sound design. And I think that's either going to be Dead Space or Alan Wake. No, sound design? Okay. That is literally the only one. I, I, don't, I don't think don't it's going to win music either. I, I really think don't is, think it's going to win music. I, I think music and sound design are going to be the two things that it doesn't win. Everything else, sure. What's got better music than Baldur's Gate? I really Aside th- from Starfield, which wh- isn't even nominated. I'm saying Final Fantasy just because I know that the uh, Game Awards is all chosen by critics. And the critics the love criti- to talk about how them, much they love. But you vote as a people on what wins. You know what I mean? You can go vote right now on the Game Awards. Yeah, but your vote I, it doesn't go towards the main vote. No, to, it does. Are you sure? Yeah, the the critics only pick the nominees. I think the people vote, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Look it up. Okay. But um, as far as, like, uh, coming from somebody who played both games to completion, fucking only one of them has songs and stuff that are still stuck in my head to this day. You know what I mean? Although, I will say Final Fantasy 16 had an excellent score. You know what I mean? I don't think it beats Baldur's Gate, at least personally. Yeah. You know, Baldur's Gate has some bangers in it, dude. Just straight bangers, dude. If you're looking to cast your vote and make your voice heard in the Game Awards 2023, then you need to head over to the official Game Awards website. Like previous years, would-be voters can log in and cast their vote for their favorite games. Um, Do you vote for the Game Awards? The vote for your preferred Game of the Year nominee at the Game Awards uh yeah i think so okay yeah you're right um so yeah i i guess the people's choice does go and in that case it's still gonna go to final fantasy i think no way man yeah no way i i really think so you got, okay there's several reasons why it's not gonna go to final fantasy reason number one final fantasy was a boring ass game dude <laughs> okay the game was b- it was boring, boring and for that reason most people probably didn't complete it Okay. No, but people love Final Reason Fantasy. Reason number music. two. Baldur's Gate 3 is more widely accessible. You have the PC crowd, you have the PS5 crowd. Okay. True. PS5 only on Final Fantasy. You know what I'm saying? So you're missing a huge chunk of the, the player base there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still think um that PlayStation people are more uh likely to vote for the game awards than a PC person would. I still think the PC, the PlayStation people are gonna go for Baldur's Gate because as it stands currently, Baldur's Gate is still a PlayStation exclusive as far as the console wars go. You know what I mean? It, in the very near future, that's going to change. And I actually saw an article talking about how that optimization effort for Series S is going really well right now. So yeah, that's exciting news for the Xbox folk out there because uh, I'm really ready for everybody to, to play be able it. to play yeah. this. You know what I mean? No, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't really have much more to uh, argue against it other than the fact that oh. I just have a hunch that it's going to be Final Fantasy. As I actually think that Alan Wake 2 deserves the best narrative uh, fucking category. It's nominated for best Story-wise, narrative. Story-wise, yeah. Yeah, but I think Baldur's Gate 3, just out of sheer popularity alone, is going to win. win yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I do think Alan Wake 2 has a better all-around just story. Like, it's a really good story. You know what I mean? Better than most games. You I, know? I honestly don't think Spider-Man 2 or 
Alan Wake 2 should be on this. I think those should be for next year. Yeah, I agree. Like, why is that on here? It's strange, but it's like, it's weird that they're on there and Starfield isn't. Because Starfield should be a true contender for this year. You know what I mean? Like, it really should. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's it's one of the better, uh, one of the best games of the year. It is, you know? And it should be at least nominated for some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something that, that, like, it's not even nominated for best RPG. You know what I'm saying? That's absolutely insane to me. Yeah. Like, even if you're not going to win, like, it should definitely be a nominee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like some of the other nominees are just laughable compared. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. It's weird. And it brings me back to the Xbox bias that you you say people might have. It's like, is it because people are biased against Xbox? Yes. Because... (laughs) Especially, uh, not, not just people... But especially Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley is such a but PlayStation Jeff Keighley dude. is like hand in hand with Xbox, man. No, he's not. He's yeah, a PlayStation yes. they guy. They announced dude. the new Xbox at Jeff Keighley's thing last time. Like yeah. that was like the whole thing. Like, yeah, he, but if you watch Jeff he Keighley, he like announced the Xbox showcase at that fucking one thing they did. Like he, he's like butt buddies with fucking Xbox. No, right? no, 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 no. Go watch Jeff Keighley on anything else outside of the Game Awards. His Twitter. Go watch his uh, the podcast like, he shows up. He really is, dude. All he cares about is PlayStation stuff. Like he's still on. Um, like he he's like been on, uh, like best friends with uh, what's his name, the dude uh, Hideo Kojima. Even even before he got kicked out of Sony, I mean, that's they were just cool. Though. They were homies. Uh, you <laughs> Who know? wouldn't want to be best friends with Hideo Kojima? Oh, yeah. you know? I don't know. I I think the uh, the gaming universe is very focused on PlayStation, which is it, it makes sense. That's fine. I Xbox has like, fucked up a lot, but still, I think it's a kick in the in the fucking head to be like. It is absolutely a kick in the head to say that Starfield isn't an, even a nominee. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I think it probably would have won a few categories if it had been nominated. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? RPG. Uh, well, it would have lost to to Baldur's No, it would have definitely lost like sixty percent of it. But like, there are a few things where I think maybe it would have like swept in and picked up like a, a you know a little prize here and there. You know what I mean? It would have killed in the indie games. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it with the hey, indie they game. got dave the diver on my indie games bro i'm yeah. hoping uh, dave the diver is gonna clean up on the indie game category for real oh, they're, yeah. they're in a single indie game better than that fucking yeah um i think it's a little um controversial to not involve uh I, i'm i'm sure uh, xbox needs to do something that's fucking undeniable next dude. yeah you know what i mean like we like xbox has got to put out something that nobody can just be like that was you know, like it has to be like just something earth shattering. And I think they are going to do it eventually. Like they've got too many studios working on too much stuff for one of the games that's coming out to not just be like a fucking masterpiece in the near future. You know, is Diablo four on anything? Cause I mean, technically yeah, it's Diablo four got nominated for all kinds of shit, dude. It got like, it's nominated for like, I think best action game or something like that. Or yeah. I, don't know. I mean, technically that's an Xbox game now. Yeah, but uh, in the category, but at the in, time it wasn't gonna, yeah. an Xbox game, and it's not going to win anything. Um, That's madness to me that Diablo yeah. is nominated for shit and Starfield isn't. Like, don't get me wrong, both good games, but it's like, what yeah. the fuck? You know what I mean? Well, you also got to realize it's not even Jeff Keighley. It's it's the people. It's the, it's, it's it's the, the critics. Critics. Bro. The critics did not like uh, Starfield. Like nobody liked it for some reason. So weird. That specifically, IG the bigger like ones were just like, yeah, it's all right. It's a six or a seven or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not, dude. It's a good game. At the very least, it's an eight. Yeah. Very least. I, I mean, no matter eight. how you feel about it, I do feel like it should be in contention for 
you know, over Super Mario Bros. Wonder or something like that, like, which mm-hmm. is also probably a good game. There's just too many great games this year for everything to make the cut, and I do feel like Starfield should have been one of the games that made the cut. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's weird to me, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, Resident Evil 4 Remake, for example, like, that's a nominee for Game of the Year. Like, Starfield should have its place. Like, that's ridiculous. Resident Evil 4 Remake is just a fucking remake of Resident Evil 4. Like, that's all it is. At the end of the day, it was a great game, but, you know, of all the games I played this year, like, it's not, like, made as big of an impact on me as, like, Starfield or, you know, any of these other games on the list. You know what I mean? No. It's weird. Yeah. Very weird, but, you know. And then, you know... If you we could you can make the argument that Dead Space was a better remake. Why isn't Dead Space on the thing and Resident Evil Four is? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I honestly think like you know Phil Spencer is one of those guys who plays the nice guy super hard at all times. I honestly think he should just be like, you know what, fuck you guys, and just not show up, like and not <laughs> talk to anybody. Like, and, like honestly, I think he really should just stand up for like xbox in the situation and for starfield for bethesda you know like uh, i really think he should be like you know what you know I, i'm fucking oh hold on uh here you talk about it for a second how do you think about that man i don't know i feel like uh i feel like you know that's probably why pete hines is pete hines because he's a good guy and you know people like him and xbox you know needs a happy face to put on their product you know and i, mean, I, I like, don't know i i really don't know about that because it's like i think at this point it's like um you know we need like angry pete hines that comes out like pete not, hines is gone not he pete, left oh okay well yeah, he's gone he, he who's there still it, it's just um what's his face uh from uh what's the guy from uh from bethesda the guy who's on everything oh yeah todd howard todd yeah. howard no we need we need like phil spencer to stand up for xbox in this situation i think xbox like i think a lot of people think he's just like this like dude who's like like at this point he's yeah, sorry he's i a said mean. pete hines i meant phil spencer my bad yeah like no you meant uh oh you meant phil spencer oh, isn't that you... who you were talking about originally yes yes yeah yeah, yeah that's who i that's phil spencer I he's got to come fucking just he's got to stand up for his kid man He's got to be like, you know, like at this point, we bought these guys and it sucks to to see them get trashed on just because they're with us. You know, like he's like, you know what? Like, but at the guys. same time, you know, if you do that, then you look like, you know, oh, I can't take criticism. You no, know no, mean? because like, they it makes know. you as a company look bad. No, it you doesn't. Know what I mean? no, it does. Though. No, because he has taken all of this shit in stride. He has always been the guy that's like, you know what, PlayStation we love you guys. You know, good job, Nintendo. Blah, blah, blah. He does that all the time. At this point, he can be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You know, it doesn't matter. You're going to shit on us either way. So dude, what, it would be a PR catastrophe. No, it would not, dude. I, I promise. I, I 100% guarantee you it would be the opposite. I think people on the internet would be like, you know what? He's right. Like, why are they getting shit on for no reason at all times? Constantly. No, it, the constantly. whole internet would latch onto that and it would be like, little baby Xbox crying because they can't make a good game. It would just turn the into a whole thing. The only people who would say that is like the extreme Sony people. I've noticed online, like, it, it's starting to change. I've noticed a lot of people like if you because go read Xbox about Starfield, is putting more of an effort in, dude. Like you, people are noticing the effort that Xbox is putting in. It's not like going by the wayside here. Like everything, like yeah, they haven't made like the next big hit or anything yet, but people know it's coming, dude. You know what I'm saying? People can feel it bubbling. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you got new consoles, you got like a fucking roster of just giant developers like working and and you know that the fact that they're taking this long to put shit out means that they're cooking something up that's going to be fucking flavorful you know what i'm saying like i'm really excited to see what comes out of xbox's fucking garage next you know what i mean yeah i think fable is going to be a fucking smash you know what i mean i really do but who knows when we'll see that you know what i mean (laughs) you know uh, i don't know because it's like you know we we just talked about this last week with Call of Duty getting review bombed and everything like as soon as Xbox has it like it's just like getting trashed across the board like it got four it got a four from IGN yeah non unfucking it's unreal it is unreal it's and IGN has been very unfair lately about a lot of things I feel like you know what yeah. I mean like the last time I really agree with IGN was like their Baldur's Gate review you know what I'm saying Which, yeah but like it's hard to disagree that Baldur's Gate is a fucking masterpiece. It's you know literally impossible like, and uh, un, uh, yeah, unreal. And that's why to I think otherwise. Xbox needs something like that, where you can't deny it, where you just can't be like, okay, there's, you know, like no, they need something yeah. that's just like fucking perfect. And I think it's coming. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you know. I think in I the next know. year, I think at this Game Awards, we're gonna get like at least several Xbox announcements. You know what I mean? And it, some of it's probably gonna be pretty exciting. I I honestly think. Um, we're going to, you know, get all the Call of Duty games going forward to Game Pass and stuff like that. They haven't announced that yet, but I think they will announce that. Yeah, they'll probably do a big Game Pass announcement with all kinds of cool Activision shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, welcome to Game Pass Activision. Diablo 4 yeah. and, you know, uh, fucking Call of, Duty. Call of Duty. Oh, and by the way, here's fucking, you know, World of Warcraft on they'll your fucking Xbox. They'll probably have like a special console yeah. edition that they're working on with World of Warcraft. Yeah. Or, you know, like if you have Game Pass. You don't have to pay, or you get a cheaper, or you don't have to pay for the monthly subscription for World of Warcraft. Like, you just get yeah, to, it'll be something like that. It'll be sure. on Game Pass, you know, but I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But, um, uh, uh, here's some news. So, some other cool news, I think, um, that we should talk about. Why is this not pulling up? Open, please. My phone is messing up. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Um, so. Apple fans who enjoy Resident Evil will be happy to know that Resident Evil 4 remake arrives on Apple devices on December 20th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, we finally got like a, a release date. So We've um, already got 7 out, too. It just came, or not 7. Uh, Village just came out on uh, phones, too. So Did it? Yeah, you should have a pretty good selection of Resident Evil shit to play if you're an iPhone 15 or... <laughs> oh yeah this is this is pretty crazy man so uh, have you seen digital foundries like tech review of the uh resident evil 8 on the iphone uh-uh. it's actually pretty interesting like fucking like it runs like worse than the steam deck obviously yeah but it's still pretty playable like it's got like he had it ma- like running at like 30 frames per second like a solid 30 and like you know he's playing it with a controller and stuff and it looked pretty good i was like wow okay yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this does. He's like, you um, got to lock the frame rate to 30 or else it just goes crazy. But other than that, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, yep. So that that's some pretty big news um, coming. You know, you're going to be able to play it native on your iPhone 15 Pro if you've got one. Um, so uh, this is the actual tweet from, uh, you know, the Resident Evil 
uh, and these games also account. work on the newer iPads too. Like yep. the, they made a big deal about the iPhone 15 Pro, but the most modern iPads can play it too. Yep. And it, they can play it better according to Digital Foundry. Well, like all iPads with the M1 chip or later. Yeah, it says a demo will be available for those uh, oh. wanting to taste uh, or wanting a taste of Leon's intense mission. Cool. Uh, so pre-order on the App Store now. Honestly, iPad with a controller would not be a very bad way to play that game. You know, no, probably got a pretty good little screen. You know, like big screen. Yeah, it's a pretty big. Yeah, screen. pretty big screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big ass screen. Um, did you have anything else? No. Okay. No. All right. Um, I'm going to do some of the, uh, bigger things we missed. Um, so, uh, or not missed, but some of the bigger things I don't want to miss, which yeah. is, you know, for the show, which is Sony president, uh, Hiroki Totoki. Um, that's <laughs> such a funny, that's name. an awesome name. Um, I, uh, I didn't mean to say funny, but just the way it sounds like Hiroki Totoki. You know? uh, we can't act like it's not funny. Name. I just don't want to be a liar, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think my name's pretty funny if you say all of the names involved. Not nearly as funny as Hiroki Totoki. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> Might as well be named Hokey Pokey, bro. That's what it is. I'm so sorry, but that's what it is. Um, so anyways, uh, he has said that uh, the company is reviewing PlayStation's live service game push amid development trouble that has already seen Naughty Dog's The Last of Us multiplayer game hit with setbacks. Uh, Totoki says um, or said in a financial call that Sony is reviewing the 12 live service PlayStation games it has in the works. And uh, 12? I didn't even know there was that many. That's, That's a, a lot. lot of fucking live service. Jeez, games. Louise. Uh, yeah. So At least they'll probably all be free. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, here's the statement. Quote, we are reviewing this. Uh, so the titles we have not been able to meet the, uh, or wait. So the titles dot, dot, dot. We have not been able to meet the gamer's expectations, but we are trying as much as possible that this would be uh, playable. I have no idea what he's even... I'm having a stroke just reading this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. But like, um, this is word for word what they say. So maybe I'm reading it the wrong way. Maybe it'll have more context once you get further into it. Yeah, we have not been able to meet the gamer's expectations, uh, but we are trying as much as possible that this would be played by the gamers and liked by gamers for a long time. Are they so, talking about like Last of Us Two specifically, or the Last of Us? No, they're talking about their twelve titles. What the fuck? So the twelve titles, so six titles will be released by FY by fiscal year twenty uh, twenty twenty five. That's our current plan, and the <laughs> and the remaining six titles. As for when they'll be re- uh, when to be released, we are still working on that. Uh, and the the live service games and multiplayer titles. That's the total of that. Well, we already know Des- the Bungie's working on um a multiplayer game, so that's probably one of them. You know what I mean? Definitely a Bungie one, but uh, I don't know what the other ones. Oh, right the here Last says Last of Us Two is in development, or the the Last of Us multiplayer is allegedly in development, so that could also be one of them. Yeah, those just... are probably two of the six. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It says Sony announced plans in February 2022 to launch more than 10 live service games by March 2026, later saying the push would bring games of different genres to uh, different audiences. It spent big on studio buyouts as part of the drive, uh, bringing in uh, Destiny developer Bungie, Jade Raymond's Haven Studios, and Firewalk Studios. Uh, Sony uh worked with Bungie with okay blah 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 we get the point i'm not going to read all that yeah yeah so they're working on a bunch of stuff and they're reviewing all of it apparently because they're like eh. well they're probably making 12 because they realize that some of these aren't going to work out you know what i mean like you're not just going to make 12 live service games you know what i'm saying no like <laughs> they probably realize that several of these projects are are just not gonna make the cut or they're fucking you know not gonna make it past qa or whatever you know like it, there's probably a lot of different like you know factors that go into this they're probably just covering their bases you know what i mean yeah for sure definitely um and then uh so let me see uh there was uh, some other things and nintendo officially uh came out uh saying that uh they finally responded to the the multiple switch two reports that the games press uh has been talking about uh calling them quote unquote inaccurate an august report from vgc said nintendo is set to release its next gen console during the second half of 2024 with development kits with partner studios uh, according to the website, which has a strong record or a, tr- a strong track record of reporting unannounced information, um, this new next gen console can be used to uh, used in portable mode, like the Nintendo Switch, and the and has an LCD screen as opposed to an OLED screen, in uh, in order to keep costs down. It also reportedly comes with a cartridge slot for physical games. The story uh, was following, or was followed by reports from the similarly re- reputable Eurogamer that uh, claimed Nintendo showed the company next gen. <laughs> sorry, this is just. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like heart- having trouble reading this. Um, but basically, Nintendo said no. Nah. No, not happening. Yeah, well, this is exactly what they said. Um, hold on. Given the closer alignment to Gen 8 platforms... Um, man. Oh, as we have said in the past, our company is constantly conducting research and development on new hardware and software. But regarding new hardware, we have no further comments to make rumors have spread on the internet and elsewhere that appear to be based on non-public information but those are inaccurate (laughs) 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 this sounds like they're kind of beating around the bush a little bit here like you know yeah like they're inaccurate well they say (laughs) i mean it's nintendo they you know they don't like people talking about their shit except for them it's just like they're not like vehemently denying anything here they're just saying it's inaccurate they said to give specific examples we have heard of reports that we talked with a certain software publisher at the end of 2022 to describe the, the hardware that will be the successor to nintendo switch 
and uh, that we have a demonstration of new hardware at an event outside of Japan in the summer of 2023, but neither of those is true. So they're trying to say that people are lying. Uh, Information has uh, not been officially announced by Nintendo. uh, Wait, information that has not been officially announced by Nintendo can mislead and confuse consumers and investors. We encourage consumers and investors to view the information we present on our website and our social media accounts and exercise good judgment. End quote. So, I don't know. That's Mm. what they have to say. Okay. Still sounds like they're not totally denying everything, but like just no. the fact that like people have gotten their hands on it, like yeah, like they're not saying, hey, we're not making a Switch Two. They're not saying, hey, it's not coming out in twenty twenty four or second half. You know, they're saying, hey, that motherfucker didn't actually play the Switch Two. You know, we haven't <laughs> demonstrated it for anybody. You know, even though I think that's a lie, but you know, yeah. It is what it is. I don't know. To me, it makes more sense that Nintendo wouldn't, like, send out uh, hardware to developers as opposed to, like, you know, PS5 and Xbox because Nintendo has so many, like, internal first-party developers. They could probably make their own, like, lineup without ever having to, like, you know, show off their hardware, you know? Especially with, like, proprietary NVIDIA, like, uh, tech that's supposedly in fucking the new Switch, you know what I mean? Like, apparently, NVIDIA is working with Switch 2 instead of AMD, which has been the kind of common thing for, like, the Steam Deck and the, you know, Xbox and the PlayStation and stuff, you know? Like, like Switch is going a whole different way with it, apparently. So that should be interesting to see what uh, an NVIDIA architecture in a gaming console can be like. Because we haven't had that since, like, what, original Xbox or something like that? I think so. I think that was the original. Yeah, because we talked about this last week, yeah. right? Whenever um, <clears throat> it was part of the uh, chat BT yeah. <laughs> trivia. So, um, but anyways, one other thing. Um, the Nintendo eShop... Uh, currently displays the $7.99 price of Omnivan, who arrives in uh, Mortal Kombat 1 as a standalone purchase later this week after his early access uh, arrival as part of Combat Pack 1. Players of the full-price $70 fighting game were quick to point out that Omni-Man's price, which cements publisher Warner Bros. Games, strategy of setting here you know what i'm gonna stop reading this because for some reason okay mortal kombat one's aggressive monetization has uh once again come under fire from players after nintendo spilled the beans on the standalone price of the omni man uh dlc character are people mad because he's too expensive or something yes uh yeah so eight uh, bucks that doesn't seem that outrageous for a game where you're like only getting. I mean, couldn't you buy like a, a character pack for cheaper and get all the characters at once? You know what I mean? I don't know. Isn't that an option? You know, because like, okay, I get it if you have like an expensive single character or like, and then like a cheaper bundle of characters you can buy. Like that makes sense to me. It's like it encourages people to purchase the the bigger bundle of characters. You know, like. But if you just wanted Omni Man, like eight bucks is still cheaper than the fucking seventy dollar. Like you should have just bought the seventy dollar fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> well, I think the problem here is that uh, people have been, and and it's not just for that. Okay, here, 
let's get now to it um yeah uh so because i kind of feel a little gypped that i have like five fighters locked out of ufc right now you know what i mean because i didn't buy the fucking deluxe edition or whatever but i'm not like gonna cry about it you know i should have bought the fucking thing (laughs) yeah i uh, well i think i grabbed the wrong uh article i didn't mean to grab this one really um but basically what the real issue here is is that um apparently uh it's not uh, so so mortal kombat one basically is charging ten dollars for a uh fatality like just the fatality just for one fatality coming out and okay, then yeah, uh, that's a little egregious yeah people are like what the fuck and so then they especially turn- when mortal kombat 11 had each character ship with like six fatalities you know what i mean like this uh-huh. one apparent- i think they only have like one or two each or something per- yeah and now they're trying to charge for one extra fatality and um and because i grabbed the wrong article i'm sorry i don't know which one that is uh uh so oh wait hold on Warner Bros. Games is currently selling the Omni-Man announcer pack voiced by J.K. Simmons for 1,000 dragon crystals. That's another $10 on top, uh, even for those who bought the $39.99 combat pack one. Oh, wow. And it's okay. more expensive. And Omni-Man so himself. you don't get everything if you've got the fucking combat pack. You don't actually get fucking. No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is cool, though. J.K. Simmons voicing. <laughs> that exactly. might be worth it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, Fatality, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. That's a pretty good uh, J.K. Simmons uh, voice there. But I don't think that's the voice of Omni Man, right? No, but I'm, he's just J.K. Like, Simmons is just fucking. Uh, what's the What's his name in Spider-Man? Uh, the The newspaper guy. Yeah, I, that's I, all I can think about when I think of fucking J.K. Simmons. Like, that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you were going for, but apparently, um, it, it, you know, this is. Some I'm pretty bullshit. sure he does the voice of the in Baldur's Gate three actually too. Uh, J.K. Simmons, I think he does Kethrick Thorm's voice. Really? Man, I could be wrong about that. Let me look this up. Look that up real quick. Um, but I'm gonna look at some other stuff here while you're doing that. You know what? Actually, I'm not because I don't think there's that much more news to go over. So you <laughs> you let me know about that. Yeah, I'll find out right now. Oh, yeah, look, J.K. Simmons, General Kethrick Thorm. Yeah, he definitely was an actor in Baldur's Gate 3. Pretty cool. He's good. He is good. He's got a good voice, you know? They had a great voice actors in Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Um, uh, This week's hot releases, I couldn't find anything that hot. Yeah. Damn. I guess they're just saving all the heat for... uh... Oh, wait. No, there is a hot one. Was there? A hot one! Persona 5 Tactica comes out this week. I thought I mentioned that last week. Maybe that's why I thought there was none. But, yeah. That's that's all I'm excited about. Oh, but there's something else coming out on the 16th. Um, Hang on. Let me look it up. I'm going to let Brent do this. Yeah, here. Because I've been messing it (laughs) Keep the people entertained for a second. Yeah, so um, I just want to say that I am very uh, actually. Did you see that the um, the Horizon VR game is like one of the? Uh, that is infuriating, dude. Like, and it actually won on one of the fucking other game shows that's already happened. It's like if if Horizon 
loot beats Resident Evil 8, I will shit a fucking brick. <laughs> like, Resident Evil 8 is the best goddamn game on there. And, okay, if Gran Turismo 7 wins, then yeah, okay, that's cool. That game mm-hmm. is fucking awesome in VR. But, like, yeah. Resident Evil 8 is so good, dude. Like, they're tripping, dude. Yeah, that right there, I think, will uh, prove my uh, point. That if, if if they give it to Horizon for the VR, like, game as, like, game of the year... It's bullshit, and uh, but it's like both of those are Sony exclusives. Like, if that's you know, but that one specifically, if that one wins, I feel like that is going to prove that they are uh, PlayStation, uh, you know, friends, Sony ponies, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, okay, we got some good ones coming out this week. Okay, hold up. Okay, so um, we got Hogwarts Legacy coming to Switch. On the 14th. Wait, that's this week? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I no, fucked okay. everything up. I think I read it wrong. No, you're good. Okay, go ahead. And uh, we got Super Mario RPG coming on the 17th. What the fuck is wrong with me? And then Because got... I'm getting that. That's... Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> that's, a, that's a must buy. I own that already, technically, <laughs> because of my sister. Shout out Jamila. Hey-o. She bought that for me. And then on the same day, two games, two tactical-ass games that I need, Persona 5 Tactica is coming out November 17th. So... 17th should be a really good day for video games. And then if you're a Switch owner and you've been looking forward to playing Hogwarts Legacy, you know, something to look forward to there, too. Nice. December, next month is going to be crazy, too, man. Whew. Yeah, next next Maybe month. Maybe not crazy, but, not crazy, you know, but... we got uh, Avatar coming out. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Okay. Well, Brent. Since you gave us the uh, the stuff, can you r- wrap it up with the the chat GP trivia? I can. Let's see. Let's see. Let's figure out. I'm always excited about chat GP trivia. You know, that's kind of like my favorite uh, little segment that we do now. <laughs> what should we do our uh, trivia? Like, here, give me a topic. Hmm. Hang on, I gotta log in while you think of a. Okay, last week I think we did what was it? Original Xbox. Wasn't that the one? And then uh, Devin killed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess let's not. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do um, GameCube. Oh, okay. Give yeah. me five difficult trivia questions based on the Nintendo GameCube and its games. I like that. Also, <laughs> Wait, you can't... <laughs> give me the answers. If you don't tell it to give you the answers, oh, it'll okay, just give okay. you a bunch of questions with no fucking <laughs> answers. I feel like it's going to fuck up with all this, but I'm excited. So Actually, I found that the more like detailed specific. I make it, the less it fucks up, weirdly enough. That's really surprising. Yeah. Like the more you give it to work with, the better it does. All right. Shout out Chat Beatree. <laughs> tree fee. <laughs> Shout out Chat Beatsies. <laughs> all right. Question number okay. one in the game. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Mm -hmm. What is the maximum number of playable characters, and can you name them all? Fuck. Uh, uh, Oh, wait. This isn't a... uh... I don't know. It doesn't tell me if you can name them all in the answer, to be honest with you. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't know the answer to that part, but uh, I think there's five. There's twelve. Dude, I've never played me that either. Game to be fully, honest with you, so I I've honestly never even heard of it. So I mean, like I've literally never heard of that game. And oh, it's I, a fun game. I gotta check it out. But yeah, there's twelve playable characters allegedly. And I didn't I didn't mean to say I haven't played it. I haven't played it all the way. Yeah. That's what I, I meant. I've but never it, even I heard of play, it, to be fun. honest. Is it like a Silent Hill type game or something? Like No. That's what I'm imagining whenever I think of when I hear Eternal Darkness, I'm like, okay. This Eternal... has gotta be some sort of like Resident Evil old school game or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eternal Darkness was like the first game to bring in that whole uh mechanic of being scared and like kind of losing oh, like your... amnesia or yes. something. Okay, yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. Was it okay? Was it like a straight horror game? Like, no, it, it's horror mixed with like um narrative, like f- a focus on like just like storytelling. This kind of sounds right up my alley, dude. It's definitely up your alley. Look it up because you have your Steam Deck, yeah. so you can just and uh, GameCube get it. is the easiest one to emulate, dude. Dolphin oh, yeah. is so fucking well developed and like almost every game works really well with it so anyways moving on to question number two uh which nintendo gamecube game features a protagonist named sissel and involves solving puzzles by manipulating time cecil 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 i guess yeah it's s-i-s-s-e-l oh maybe it is cecil i honestly have no idea. It says it's Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. The I've never never heard that, of that one. Dude. Sorry, I might have made these a little too hard. We can yeah. Okay, question number three. This one you might know. This one. Okay. Question number three. In the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker, what mm. is the name of Link's boat companion, and what role does it play in the game? Uh, I know it's a dragon. Yeah, but what's its name? Fuck, I don't know. I'll give you a clue. It has to do with lions. Oh, it's not a dragon. It's a lion. Um, Leo? <laughs> <laughs> he is called the king of the red lions. Fuck, no, I don't know. I, I would have never won that. Or I got that. But That's okay, it's okay. Moving on. Okay, so these are pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. These are hard as fuck. You know, this is honestly the best questions it's given me in a long time. Though. Every- like, usually it's some generic bullshit, like... Pretty proud of ChatGPT right now. Definitely. Question number four. What is the significance of the title Batten Kaitos Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean in relation to the game's storyline? <laughs> I'm not even going to make you answer that one. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it says the title. But that's a from software game. I is think. it really? I think. The title Batten Kaitos translates to Eternal Wings, reflecting the theme of wings in the vast floating islands in the game's world. All right, and the last question. In the game Metroid... Oh, it's Monolith Studios. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Still a pretty good studio. Yeah, for sure. In the game Metroid Prime, what is the name of the planet Samus explores? (laughs) And what is the ultimate goal she seeks there? I don't know. I don't either. Honestly, I would have never, ever gotten any of these questions. Uh, So it's Talon 4. I I knew it. Okay. Okay. Honestly, These are really hard questions, this is though. Really like, hard. like honestly, I did not expect it to get that deep. Usually, it gives me some bullshit. Like, what color is Mario's hat? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to tell it to be like hard questions, because like usually they're just so stupidly easy. It's like, and I'm gonna tell you, 
Devin, I don't think you would have got any no. of these either. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, I would not have got a single one of those, dude. They're all just like super duper hard. Yeah, Devin, uh, or actually people at home. If, yeah, leave uh, a comment in the chat if you would have got any of those. Yeah, you know please, because I mean? this is some, uh, <laughs> some difficult ass questions. Like props, if you know even one of those answers. <laughs> like... <laughs> But it's like, a, even the ones that like you've played the game, like you know, like like Legend of Zelda and like Metroid Prime, like we both played those. I wouldn't have got oh, any yeah. of those fucking. Wind Waker games. is one of my favorite games. It's a great game, but they don't like go around saying the boat's name all the time. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, why did I think he was a dragon? Because uh, he looks like he a looks fucking like dragon. A dragon. But um, <laughs> oh well. Anyways, well remember, guys, you've been listening to GameSpeak <laughs> Podcast, courtesy of GameSpeak Podcast. <laughs> We'll kill it next time, okay? On <laughs> on the trivia, but uh, the show posts for free every Wednesday on all case platforms. Brent, can you please read this? I'm losing it right now. Uh, on all podcast platforms, but you can watch it live before anyone else on twitch.tv slash GameSpeak Podcast every morning, or no, not every morning, <laughs> I wish, every Monday evening at 7.50 CST. Be sure to join us and the rest of the GameSpeak community at dsc.gg slash gamespeakpodcast.com. Check out our other video content on YouTube, and if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find Jamel on Twitter and me at BrentHas1 and Devin at Devondreas. Uh, and check us out, or and check out the GameSpeak Podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. Later.